Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on? Thank you so much. Feel like a million dollars. Shout out TMZ. You know? Let me check out that ring. TMZ stands for the Mayweather Zone. How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. I love my TMZ family. My <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, Mojo Mutati, coming to us from Las Vegas today, looking very buff. Mojo, we got some big news today because Taylor Swift's future brother-in-law is done playing Football mojo. I'm just kidding. Just kidding about part of it, at least. I am not kidding in that Jason Kelsey, and we're going to put some proper respect on his name here, mojo, because Jason Kelsey, who is a future Hall of Famer, is one of the greatest centers that we have ever seen. Hike a ball before mojo. He is apparently done, according to his Eagles teammates. Of course, coming on the heels of that. Uh, Bad loss last night. The Eagles season is over. They lost 32 to 19. Mojo to Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers. I'm sure you all watched the game. Baker Mayfield was great. 337 yards, throws for three touchdowns. Jalen Hurts not as good. Trouble picking up the blitz. The, the Eagles look. They started this season 10 and 1. They finished uh, losing five of their last six, Mojo, and of course uh, they lose a uh, playoff game, and now they will watch the rest of the NFL playoffs from home. Mojo, a lot of people were speculating about the future of Jason Kelsey. After all, he, he was thinking about retirement last year, but said, I'm going to give it one more go. So last night when you watched him on the sideline in the waning moments of that game and you saw him emotional, you saw him hugging his coach, you saw him uh, shaking hands with fans in the stands, you knew something was up. After the game, Jalen Hurts, the star quarterback, talked about what Jason Kelsey has meant to him as a teammate and as a friend. Take a look. He's a legend in the city. You know, he is um, really in the league. Um, I don't want to just do a disservice to him and the things that he's been able to do and overcome. You know, his journey to where he is now didn't come easy. It's been a long, long time coming for him. And, and every year since I've been, in, <laughs> since I've been here, it's been... We're going to come back, you know. Um, but he knows he knows how much I love and appreciate him. He knows how much I've learned from him. And, um, you know, he'll forever have a special place in my heart. Mojo, there were 190 players that were taken before Jason Kelsey, but he turned out to be really one of the greatest centers that we have ever seen. Obviously made a ton of uh, Pro Bowls, made a ton of all pro teams, and won a Super Bowl. Accomplished just about everything he could ever hope to accomplish on a football field. And he appeared on an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I mean, <laughs> my goodness, I'm not surprised to hear Jalen Hurts talking like this. I mean, Hurts, Kelsey is the reason Hurts didn't get hurt out there, right? Yeah. He kept him in one piece, laying his body on the line for him. Just Jason Kelsey, I saw, you know, just checking Twitter yesterday, just so many comments. First ballot Hall of Famer, what he meant to this franchise. 
I mean, the physical face of the team. I mean, how much attention did the tush push get this year, right? Yeah. Well, where did that start? Right there with your center with Jason yeah. Kelsey. I mean, a team captain, a leader, a role model, a guy like this is irreplaceable. Of course, this season not ending at all like the Philadelphia Eagles had hoped. I mean, this was the team we all thought was going to go all the way, you know, yeah. after the first 11 games of the season. Then you go on and lose six of your last seven, including yeah. the playoffs. What a disastrous downfall. But I got to say, Babcock, if you're not going to win the Super Bowl and go out on top that way, if you ask me, you might as well go out kind of in a rock bottom situation. <laughs> you left it all out there. You did your thing. You know it's done. You didn't almost win another one. That thought isn't in your mind going forward in retirement. But we're talking about a guy that is fully set himself up for life after football. Not that he needed to. I'm sure he made enough money during his playing career to be able to retire now, but now he's got the successful podcast, yeah. especially with all this added attention with uh, Taylor Swift, with his brother. I mean, a guy that has Hollywood experience. Uh, there's a lot of things that Jason Kelsey could do next. So uh, this is a guy that's going to be able to maintain his name even through retirement. All right, Mojo, moving on to LeBron James, who actually shoved a fan last night while he was sitting on the bench during the Lakers game, Mojo, at Crypto.com Arena. This was a wild scene, but, and maybe, and you'll tell me if I'm wrong, Mojo, once we take a look at the video, I, I don't think LeBron James was in the wrong at all here because, Mojo, he pushed the fan because the dude ran up on him without being invited, and actually laid a hand on LeBron James. Take a look at the guy who has got a red arrow pointing to him. So, Mojo, I, I, look, it, it wasn't like LeBron tried to kill him with the push, and I don't think the, the fan had ill intent either. But the bottom line is LeBron sitting on the bench watching the game as his guys are playing against the, the Oklahoma City Thunder, by the way, a game they won. And, and he's got this fan that all of a sudden is, is sort of draped around him. And I, I don't blame Brom for uh, acting the way he did. Well, actually, you know what, Babcock? First and foremost, now that we've paid our respects to Jason Kelsey and his retirement, I can can put my uh, pit vipers back on. So <laughs> okay. here, here we I go. was we're wondering where they were. I was confused. I thought maybe you were traveling and you forgot them. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Never forget the pit. Hey, um, I, I don't fault LeBron here whatsoever. As much as I wanted to just to disagree with you because it's fun <laughs> for the show. You, you're talking about a safety issue here. We, we've talked about this many times on the show. Basketball leaves their players more exposed yeah. and more vulnerable than probably any sport on the planet. I mean, you talk about WWE, you got guardrails, you talk about the NFL. I mean, the way those stadiums yeah. are set up, those, those players or the fans got to run a quarter mile before right. they can even get to a player. <laughs> Hockey, you got the big walls and then yeah. you got ice you got to get through right. uh, basketball. You are right there, which yeah. makes this, terrifying for security. There isn't enough security to fit in that stadium to be able to match up one for one with every fan in there and make sure nothing possibly happens to a player. So what does that mean? It means at some point these players kind of got to take matters 
into their own hand. Hey, when I was a professional wrestler, brother, if some fan ran and slid into the ring, we were totally good to do whatever we right. needed to do. Right. To Someone's getting their ass beat if that happens, I assume. And it's not you guys. Big time. You Google it, brother. You will see tons of videos of fans right. just getting annihilated, haymakers right. thrown by pro wrestlers. Obviously, um, not what we're looking at here with LeBron, not even close to it. I mean, I don't even know if you can call that a shove. Right. It was more like a gentle space, push. Right. Distance, which he is absolutely entitled to, Backpack. When I mean someone runs up on you, Hey, that's assault, baby. That that can be that can go a lot of different ways, and you can't wait for them to touch you because that might end up in injury or potentially even death. Right. No, I, I could not agree more, Mojo. And when you're talking about the wrestling stuff, even out of the ring, you remember with Seth Rollins when that fan came out yep. and tackled him. You also look back, and, and this was a far worse outcome because she really got hurt. But back in the day, tennis star Monica Seles, she was stabbed. So you never know what someone's intention is. And when you're someone as famous as LeBron James, you, you can't take any chances. Um, I, I agree with you. You can't have one-to-one -one security for everybody. But maybe, maybe it's a wise idea to station somebody just for LeBron James and, and make sure that he's safe. Uh, bottom line, nobody was hurt. The fan was escorted away. I'm sure they, they probably even allowed him to stay and watch the rest of the game. But uh, it, it ended okay, but what could have been. Coming up, Mike Tomlin storms off the podium after being asked about his contract in Pittsburgh. What does the future have in store for the Super Bowl-winning Steelers coach? Well, one of his former players, Ryan Clark, weighs in when TMC Sports comes back right after this. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. You know, I compliment Coach McDermott and the Buffalo Bills for, for victory in a hard-fought game. Um, you know, I appreciate the efforts of our guys in there. I just told them that, um, but efforts don't get it done. Mike, you have a year left on your contract. <laughs> Welcome back to TMC Sports, Mike and Mojo. That, that was funny, Mojo. Of course, that was the Steelers head coach, Mike Tomlin. Now, probably wasn't in a very good mood to start with because this is just minutes after the Buffalo Bills beat the Steelers 31-7 in Orchard Park Monday night. Of course, that game was delayed a day because of the bad weather in New York State. They finally get it in, Mojo, and while it got a bit tight, for a few minutes there, uh, Bills were, 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 were in control of this game uh, pretty much all the way through. Now, after the game, Mojo, obviously people were talking about Mike Tomlin's future. Now, the Steelers didn't have a great year, although they unexpectedly made the playoffs. Uh, obviously, uh, lose the first playoff game. Mike Tomlin has been there for 17 years. 
as you heard the reporter ask, with the question, Mojo, you've got a year left on your contract, they were starting to ask, that's when he walked away. A lot of people have speculated that Mike Tomlin could wind up somewhere else, different jobs, possibly the Cowboys, the Chargers, and any of the other jobs that are open. Mojo, I don't know what's going to happen with Tomlin, but we had a chance to talk to somebody who might because not only does he have a personal relationship with Mike Tomlin, but Ryan Clark played for this guy for seven seasons, won a Super Bowl with Coach back in 2009. We just got off the phone with Ryan Clark. We asked him, hey, what's going on with Mike Tomlin? Here's Ryan Clark. Chance hasn't changed because when you hear some of the reports that he's actually mulling it over, that means that this job, as head coaching does, takes a toll on you. It's hard to walk into that building every day and give your all for 17 years the way that he had. Uh, my one year with Bill Cowher was his last year. And I saw how much he had poured into that organization, poured into that team, and that it was time for him to walk away or step away. Um, and when you look at Mike Tomlin, I think he's going to have that conversation with his family, um, also the Rooney family and come to the best decision for himself first, but also that organization. Mojo, I should clarify this real quick. Uh, there is a report that is literally just coming down right now that Mike Tomlin told his team that he will be back next season. So seems like that's what Tomlin's saying to his players. Obviously did not say that to the media, though, after the game. Hey, I, I think that report holds all the water in the yeah. world, Babcock. I do not see Mike Tomlin as a man that's on the chopping block. The guy who has been leading the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise for 17 years, not once producing a losing season, not Incredible. once, even when he was first getting started. Yeah. Which Mojo, 173, 102. That's a 633 win percentage as an NFL head coach. That's damn good. That is absolutely fantastic. And let's add to the mix a Super Bowl win in there, too, yeah. which goes ahead and knocks you up to another echelon of coaches. Of course, hey, you never know what an owner's thinking. Of course, uh, we thought Bill Belichick might have another year, and that yeah. one didn't pan so out. But Bill Belichick won four games this year. Mike Tomlin led his teams to the playoff. And if you're asking me, leading that Pittsburgh Steelers team to the playoffs with no quarterback whatsoever – they need to re-sign him just based off of that. Imagine right? what that to be in a game on the road, terrible weather with Mason Rudolph as your quarterback, and to actually be in the game—that's that's God's work. Brutal, brutal quarterback play in Pittsburgh yeah. this year, among the worst in the league. Imagine what they could have done with just a halfway decent quarterback. Yeah. They would have gone so yeah. much farther. When you look at something like that, I mean, come on, that all just works in Mike Tomlin's yeah. favor, if, if you're asking me. not No surprise that this report's coming out. Mike Tomlin's going to be coaching this team next year, and then we'll see what happens when that contract's up after Yeah, that. I'll tell you what, Mojo, if they and I don't think this, I think it's possible maybe Mike said, hey, I want to go somewhere else. If the Steelers were stupid enough to fire him, he won't be out there very long. We were like seconds away from committing to Alabama, and then Nick Saban left. And the next day, I called him. And so I my, my top five schools were Alabama, Duke, UCF, uh, NC State. Those are my four. And then um, he reached out to Dion, and then 
the coach called him. The opportunity came up for a PWO at Colorado, and I committed on that. Uh, I know Mojo is a big fan of this segment because he thinks very highly of, uh, of course, of the legend, Bill Goldberg, uh, WWE royalty. Who was with his son, Mojo? This is an awesome story. Uh, that next to Bill was Gage Goldberg, who is a 17-year-old football player, a middle linebacker from Texas, Mojo. And I absolutely love this story because Gage was going to play football at Alabama, Mojo. And then we know what happened last week. Shocking news. I think Coach Saban, uh, arguably the greatest college football coach of all time, he retires. And then Gage says to his dad, hey, I don't know if I want to go to Bama anymore if we don't know that Nick Saban is the coach. So what happens? Well, Mojo, uh, Bill Goldberg picked up the phone and called one of his really good friends and former teammates, Deion Sanders. Take a listen. There's so many things to take into consideration. And these kids have to understand that, you know, the decision you make is is pretty much dictating the the next four years of your life, which literally dictates the rest of your life. So it's just a huge decision. It's not based on who's got the coolest uniforms. It's based on who's going to take care of you the most and where do you have the best opportunity, both on and off the field. So let's be perfectly honest. Dion and I are great friends. I love the man like he's my brother. Um, I'd do anything for him. I, I say that when I was his teammate and I say that now. And oh, guess what? The potential coaching staff or the, the existing coaching staff is unbelievable. I mean, you're going you're to be able to learn from guys who actually played, uh, number one. And number two, the potential for the coaching staff to get even better. Uh, it, I mean, it's it, it's a wonderful situation. I'm ecstatic as as a person, but most importantly, as a parent. Yeah, Mojo, and if people aren't familiar, when he says teammate of Dion's, before Goldberg was this absolutely massive wrestling star, he was a professional football player, much like you, Mojo. Uh, actually, uh, after playing football uh, at Georgia, where he was a de defensive tackle, he uh, went on to play for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he was with Dion in uh, 1992 and 1993, so two seasons together. Very, very cool. Babcock, I know we're only a couple weeks into 2024, but this is without a doubt my favorite story we've talked about this year. This is unbelievable to me. I mean, I consider myself a pretty young guy, Babcock, but, but watching Gage Goldberg to commit to play college football ages me so much because I remember him coming to his dad's shows backstage at ours, shirtless in the ring when he was a little, little kid and just seeing this all. And then now this kid has grown up to be a total monster committing to Colorado. I love this decision. I love that he's not going to Alabama, that he's going to Colorado, not only because the head coach is his dad's buddy, that, that of course is a plus, but everything that Colorado's become, all the uh, heightened media attention there, the, the NIL deals that are going to be on the line. And uh, just the attitude and the feel of that program makes so much sense for the Goldberg family. I love this pick. Um, you know, if I'm speaking to Gage directly as a former walk on myself, you know, a guy that had to go in there and earn his keep and yeah. earn a scholarship. My goodness, man, I think I have to give you 
the same advice that your dad gave me moments after I won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal at WrestleMania 33, literally the best advice I ever got inside my career. And, you know, essentially what he said was, was be you block out all this other crap. Don't be who they want you to be, be who you are, do the things that brought you to the dance, hang your hat on those attributes and those skills. And don't forget yourself or lose yourself along the way, you know, football, wrestling, all these jobs, these, these sports, these careers, they, they can change who you are that, you know, when you go into when you walk out and if you can just remind yourself who you are the entire time, that's when you're going to be at your very best. I mean, you're also walking in there as a walk on, which almost balances it out. You're going to be coming in on an even playing field and you're going to have to earn your keep your way. And that is such a blessing and a gift. I am so excited to see how this one turns out. This is going to be awesome. Colorado's got a new fan, baby. Mojo's awesome, man. He's just a good kid. He's a good kid who followed in the footsteps of a guy like me and who had a dream. The dream got taken away from him, you know, whether it's because of an injury or a, ta or a talent or lack thereof. And he reinvented himself and he was himself and he hasn't had any regrets looking at himself in the mirror and knowing that he's just doing what he enjoys and he's being himself. And, you know, that, that, that to be able to do that and to be able to have that freedom and to be able to have a second chance and to be able to reinvent yourself, I mean, that's a huge luxury. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. So Mojo loves Goldberg, but Goldberg also loves Mojo. That's very cool, Mojo. Look at, look at, you're bigger than him, though. Hey, it may be at one snapshot in time, but Goldberg is, was, <laughs> and will always be the man, brother. Oh, my goodness. Meeting Goldberg for the first time, one of the most intense moments of my life. Really cool to have him on the show and be able to talk about his son even. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Tomorrow, I am very excited because we always put on a great show, as we tell you every day. But tomorrow, we're going to do something that has not happened, I understand, in, in a long time. Is that right? Yeah, took a good thing, Babcock, and you had to just ruin it right <laughs> away. Tomorrow, Babcock, for the first time since WWE, I will be having a public conversation with my old tag partner, WWE superstar Zack Ryder, but now currently Matt Cardona. We got a lot of wow. unfinished business. We got a lot to talk about, a lot going on in his life that I want to get to the bottom of and probably more trash talk than we've ever had in the history of this show, Babcock. Tomorrow is going to be, we're coming in hot, baby. It's going to be a great show. Well, bringing on Matt Cardona will hopefully make tomorrow the best show since today. See you then.